What's in store for Ryan Hartman in 2022-2023? We take a look at the stat projections, biggest storylines, and expectations for the Wilds' top-line center today on Locked on Wilds. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Lockdown Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Lockdown Wild is free and available any place you listen to your podcasts. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we take a look at Ryan Hartman's 2022 2023 season expectations. We'll look at where he is projected stats-wise and whether or not he could hit over or under those projected stats. And we'll look at the biggest storylines surrounding Hartman heading into the season. Today's episode of Lockdown Wild is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. My name is Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with well over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams, guiding you through the offseason here on Lockdown Wild. And this will be a trendy theme, and we talked about this topic uh, a couple of weeks ago as uh, really an interesting one to dive into today. Of course, Ryan Hartman, who shattered every previous career high that he had ever had in his career this past season with the Minnesota Wild. And the stats, you know, just look great no matter how you slice them. Uh, 34 goals, 31 assists in 82 games, career high in shots with 239. He shot uh, 14% on the season and uh, just really was a very complimentary player of that top line that included Kirill Kaprizov, who shattered the Wilds' uh, season high in points in their franchise history. Oh, and then Matt Zuccarello uh, almost had 80 points himself. So uh, just a a phenomenally good top line that uh, is going to be sticking together going into this season. So... Are they going to replicate what they were able to do this past year? There is a little bit of uncertainty as to what uh, a couple of the lines behind them will look like, but this line in and of itself is going to stay intact, and so these guys can work on uh, and build off of the chemistry that they showed last year, just really um, just leading the team pretty much the entirety of the season once this line was finally put together. Now, it's interesting because first and foremost, uh, Hartman initially was a winger when he came to the Minnesota Wild, switched to the center position because the Wild just did not have really a bevy of options at that spot, and they still they still don't have you know a whole ton of uh, depth on the NHL roster, they've got players who are waiting in the wings and will hopefully be able to take some of the key spots 
uh, on this team. And so I think one of the big narratives for Hartman heading into this season has been, you know, is this his natural fit and natural spot in the lineup? Before Hartman became the center for Kaprizov and Zuccarello, we saw Victor Rask give it the old college try. And those two, Kaprizov and Zuccarello, that is, were um, they scored plenty of, of points. Uh, Kaprizov won the Calder Trophy. But it became very evident that Victor Rask was essentially you know, just an anchor as part of that line. He wasn't really adding anything to it himself. And so you add Ryan Hartman to the mix, and I think this is where the the distinction is, kind of the key point here is that Hartman, just with what he brings to the table, was a better fit because he can do more than Victor Rask could as the center for Kaprizov and Zuccarello. And so, as we'll talk about with the uh, the stats and everything, it wasn't simply just Ryan Hartman being in the right place at the right time. Um, there, there were obviously, with Kaprizov as a teammate, there are opportunities that he adds to the players that he's on the ice with, just with his otherworldly passes, his otherworldly ice vision. But it's it's not simply as if Ryan Hartman is tapping in birdie putts right in front of the net. Like there, there is a little skill that is required for what Hartman brought to this line. And so um, I think a lot of what we saw from Ryan Hartman this past season was him capitalizing on a line where offense was the focal point as opposed to in previous stops, previous years, being a little lower down in the lineup on a line that maybe wasn't solely focused on scoring. That was more of a defensive line but or didn't simply have the playmakers such as Kirill Kaprizov to work with. And so you get a guy who coming into this past season had a career high of 19 goals, didn't really offer a ton um, in the way of offensive output. I, you look at the uh, the two previous seasons, I mean, he went from seven goals last year to 34, 15 assists to 31, and you even go the previous season, his first with the Wild, he had nine goals and 11 assists, 20 points in 69 games. So he was always a guy who could but didn't necessarily need to. And so I think by putting him on a line where all Kaprizov is really is focused on is scoring goals, all Matt Zuccarello is focused on is scoring goals, I think part of it was Hartman saying, hey, if I'm going to play with these guys, I, I need to bring a dish to the party, so to speak. And so Hartman blossomed and had a sensational season. And so I think expectations-wise, the big one for me, and this will, this will blossom into the storylines for Hartman heading into the season, the big expectation for me is to not have this be a one-hit wonder of a season, is to take this 
you know, this offensive renaissance that we saw from Hartman and build off of it. And that's not necessarily going to mean 40 goals, 70 points, but, you know, if you go from a 30-goal scorer to all of a sudden back to, like, a 10-goal scorer, that's a problem. If Hartman can take what he did this past year, a little bit of a dip in the numbers maybe, um, I, I think that is a, a huge, um, huge key for the Wild here this season is that if Hartman can continue to be an active member of that top line, that is going to serve all three of those guys much better. And let's not forget, took Kirill Kaprizov a little while to get going to start the season, at least from a goals perspective. Did not take Hartman any time to get going, and he had 14 goals, I think it was, in the first like 24 games of the season. So more than capable, and being a teammate that Kirill Kaprizov can rely on, that Matt Zuccarello can rely on, affords you those opportunities, and Hartman certainly capitalized, and so the expectations for him for this season is that he will do that Again, maybe not at that career-high level, but close to it. If he can do that, things will be A-OK for that top line for the Minnesota Wild. Now, what will his numbers look like? Will we see a little bit of a dip? We will go to the fantasy hockey perspective to get a look at the projections for what Hartman is expected to do this year. We'll see if it's too high, too low. Uh, where we kind of slot into things as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. You can find all the latest football league developments, plus game matchups, news, and podcasts, including the full slate of NFL and college football action. BetOnline.net is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head over to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all that and more at Bet Online, where the game starts. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild once again. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day for your second listen of the day. Lockdown NHL podcast. Make sure to check them out as we get closer to the start of the regular season. Lockdown NHL has you covered and they are free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, let's take a look at the stats projections for Ryan Hartman. ESPN Fantasy Hockey is the spot that we're using just because they have most of the projections out already. Tried Yahoo and a couple of others, and they uh, they have not yet turned to the uh, fantasy hockey season. So we're going with ESPN. Here's what they had to say. Hartman was ever much of a scorer in his first five NHL seasons. His career-best marks entering the year were 19 goals and 31 points. In 76 games with the Blackhawks in his rookie season of 2016-2017. That said... Hartman shocked many by exploding a season ago to the tune of 34 goals, 65 points, 95 penalty minutes, 239 shots on goal, and a plus 31 rating while playing in all 82 games for the Wild. 
The numbers look great on paper, but there is almost certainly regression forthcoming. For starters, Hartman's 14.2 shooting percentage was by far the highest of his career. He also managed just eight power play points, despite averaging two minutes, 21 seconds with the man advantage. Hartman had more points last season than the likes of Braden Points, Matthew Barzal, Taylor Hall, and Nick Suzuki, which feels like a fluke. Don't bet on that happening again. So we'll talk about all those points here in a second, but the main thing is that they're projecting that Hartman will go from 34 goals to 23. Assists will be relatively the same, dropping by a couple to 29. The points will go from 65 to 52. Uh, they also have his plus minus going in half, which is, uh, you know, that's that's whatever. Uh, power play points from eight to six, and his shots just 10 fewer at 229. So a lot to unpack here. Number one, the lack of power play points. Um, spoiler alert, power play was trash for the Minnesota Wild this past season, so not a whole lot of guys with the exception of Kirill Kaprizov and probably Jewel Eriksson getting a lot of power play points. And also, the departing Kevin Fiala had a lot of power play points, a big percentage of the power play points for the Minnesota Wild. With Fiala departing, there's going to be an opportunity for somebody to step in and collect some of those points. If the power play is more productive that means that there are going to be more points scored on the power play, whether it be Hartman, whether it be whoever else. So I feel like that is, I mean, it's valid to point it out, but to just assume that the lack of production on the power play is going to continue without seeing it unfold first, I, I'm not sure that I'm super thrilled about that because – there's somebody that's going to have to, and as was pointed out, you know, when we did a look at what the power play one and power play two may look like, um, a lot of great comments on that episode, pointing out some of the things, you know, with, with switching, say Ryan Hartman off the top power play, things along that line. Um, schematically, if the wild do want to have a couple of centers on those power play units, you know, then maybe it does make sense for a guy like Hartman to uh, to stick um, and lean on that chemistry with Kirill Kaprizov. Um, that's all. Those are all questions for Dean Evison to answer as to what those units look like. But main point is, is that I don't know if we necessarily just write in the same level of lack of success for um, for this entire team. On special teams. Now, the one that was pointed out, 14.2% shooting percentage. Career high for Hartman. Well above some of his previous numbers. So it is fair to say that you're not probably going to shoot 14% again. But let's keep in mind, the Kirill Kaprizov factor has to weigh in. Because Kaprizov, with the ice vision that he has, is going to be able to set up a good amount of high-volume shots, high-percentage shots for guys like Hartman, guys like Zuccarello, or whoever else is on the ice to be able to capitalize on. And so 
Yes, he may not shoot 14%. That may come down a bit, which would mean, yes, his goals will come down as well. But I just, I don't see somebody who has shown that he is not afraid to shoot the puck. I don't see somebody having just this complete free fall in numbers being on the line with Kirill Kaprizov. And so numbers-wise, I would say that Hartman... I would say if you account for a, a slight regression, um, anywhere between 20, see, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put a number here. I would say right around 25 goals is probably a solid expectation. And with the fact of how frequent and prolific the shot attempts and scoring is for that top line, I'd say the assists will stay relatively the same. So it feels to me like Ryan Hartman has a very good chance to be, yet again, a 25-goal, 50-plus point player, which is where NHL Fantasy has him ranked, projecting him to score 55 points this upcoming season. So I'm going to actually take that number right there, and I'm going to say 25 goals, 30 assists for Hartman. So I am going to take the over on ESPN's projections of uh, of his point total for this season. I think right around 25 goals and right around 55 points sounds pretty good for, uh, for Ryan Hartman. Again, assuming that some of those peripheral numbers come down slightly. But again, by being a skilled player on a line with Kirill Kaprizov, he's like the anti- Victor Rask because he's going to take advantage of opportunities. He's going to shoot the puck. And so being line mates with those guys means that some of those looks are going to those looks are going to continue to go in at a a decent rate. So slight regression, not a lot. Still very productive season for Ryan Hartman. But there are some other narratives to uh, to look at for the uh, Minnesota Wilds top line center. And so we'll look at the storylines to follow for Hartman as we gear up for the 2022-2023 season. That is next. You're on Locked on Wild. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. We are closing in on 200,000 downloads for the year so far, which is a massive milestone. Cannot thank the listeners enough for tuning in on a daily basis and sticking with us all off-season long as we gear up for 2022-2023. So the big storyline for Ryan Hartman is one-hit wonder or second-act revival. And as we just laid out, I think it seems perfectly normal for Hartman to be able to take what he did and replicate it. Maybe not a career high, but similar numbers because of who his line mates are, but also because of the kind of player that he's shown he is able to be. The big storyline will be what the Wild do if that's not how things work out. Let's say the shooting percentage just absolutely flatlines, the shots stop, and it just... It mirrors what the Wild had with Victor Rask and a guy, a third guy who's just 
on the ice, but is not really giving you anything other than simply being the third player. Because you can't, you can't just trot two players out there. You got to have a third player on that line. And so if if there's just a third body out there that's not really um, offering you much, then that's something that's going to have to be addressed. Now, the most logical replacement, again, in the event that something happens, not saying it will, I'm a huge fan of Hartsey. I'm hoping that he's able to uh, continue this path that he's on. The most logical spot to go if something goes wrong and this line combination just is not working to start the season, most logical spot to go is Marco Rossi. Is he going to be up for that right away if things go south? Probably not. Maybe not. Who knows? So then at that point, what do you do? And so there's a lot riding on Ryan Hartman continuing to be a productive center on this team uh, to allow the wild time to develop Marco Rossi without having to throw him onto that top line right away. You know, you've got other guys down a little further in the system. They'll be able to pop into those center spots. You do also have Jewel Eriksson Ek, um, who is more suited for the role that he's currently in as opposed to trying to help keep the offense going which is why that combination didn't work to start last season, uh, except against Winnipeg. It's why that combination didn't work, and so that's why they went away from it and to Ryan Hartman, and then we saw what happened after that. So if Hartman can replicate what he was able to do this past season at a similar level, that's going to be a huge sigh of relief for the Wild because you can keep that line as is, plug and play and forget about it and not have to worry about any of the other, you know, any of the other things that you would have to worry about with that trio suddenly not having a uh, prolific level of scoring. The other storyline that is going to be one to keep an eye on for this team is what on earth happens with Ryan Hartman's next contract. He is, it's hard to find a better value in the NHL than Ryan Hartman's current contract, which is seeing him getting paid $1.7 million. And to, to Hartman's credit, which is something that we we love him for as a player. He made the choice to take a little bit of a discount to play here because he enjoys being part of this, likes what this team is building. And so he took less to allow this team to use some money for other things. But his deal is going to be up after the 2023-2024 season. He's an unrestricted free agent at that, so after that. So if he keeps up this level of play, he's certainly in line for a salary hike. And so there's a lot riding on that for Hartman as a player, too, is if he can continue to produce at this level, he's setting himself up for a nice raise over what he is currently making. So... 
it's a big year for Ryan Hartman, even though he has this year and next year on his current deal. But he could really set himself up nicely uh, if he can continue to have such a uh, productive, you know, I renaissance just feels like kind of the right word to use. But then again, Hartman was never really this type of player with Chicago and before he came to the Minnesota Wild. So maybe this has been in him the whole time. Just hasn't been something that he's had to really do uh, before last season. So there's a lot riding on it for Ryan Hartman. There's a lot riding on Ryan Hartman for the Minnesota Wild. And so those are going to be some fascinating storylines to watch as we hope that Hartman can do it again and uh, give us yet another outstanding season uh, in 2022-2023. That will do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. We're not done with the first line yet. Our next episode of Player Expectations will feature none other than Matt Zuccarello, so look for that next time. Uh, Come in later here today. Also, now that you're done with your first listen, Locked on NHL podcast is calling your name. Make sure you check them out so that you can get the full lowdown on everything going on throughout the NHL as we get closer to the start of the season. Available wherever you listen to your podcasts, just like Locked on Wild. So subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform as we keep you up to date with all things Wild related as we move towards 2022-2023. We're keeping you up to date with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network.